Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the Word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers, so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive and always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, But on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. As I'm delivering this message to you today and sharing my thoughts with you, I have a dear friend whose wife has been very ill for many years. She was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy early in their marriage, and they were married right out of high school. And he's my age. I'm not a young guy, so they've had a long, long time, 40 years approximately, of her health uh, getting worse and worse. And you can imagine that after 40 years of illness, the state that she's in currently is a very difficult state. And I'm quite sure that other people that are listening to this are, are going through other things that have been very difficult and debilitating and testing and trying your faith along the way. But in this chapter... Paul basically says that quitting is not an option. 
He said that we're not to lose heart, that um, even though we see these things, and they are reality, that there's a greater reality than what is seen with our natural eyes. And so in verse 1, Paul says, Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. In verse 3, The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So he's saying that Jesus is a facsimile, if you will, an exact replicate or duplicate of the unseen God. The gospel is all about this Jesus who unbelievers can't see. But we as believers need to constantly keep in mind that Jesus came as a representation of the Father. He represented himself, but he was an image of the Father on earth so that we would know what he was like. And in the days of his flesh, Jesus demonstrated compassion to those that were suffering. He showed great love and patience and mercy and kindness to those that were going through difficult situations. Paul continues in verse 5, For what we preach is not ourselves, but it's Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Friends, I have nothing to offer you but Jesus Christ. Just as Paul in the first century was saying to these readers, he had nothing but Jesus to share. Jesus is more than enough. As Paul said, then he was enough, and Jesus is enough now for whatever your troubles are, whatever your difficulties are. In verse 6, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory, displayed in the face of Christ. I love that. The light of the knowledge of God's glory, displayed in the face of Christ. And then he goes on to say, We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not us. Now, what's this treasure? It's the life of God. It's the image of God, the seed of God within us when we're born again. The jars of clay are our flesh. Remember, Adam was made from the dust of the earth, and you and I are made out of materials that will once again go down to the dust of the earth. But within this flesh, within these bones, within these muscles, within this body that is deteriorating day by day, there's a treasure hidden inside of us that will display the all-surpassing glory of God in due season and the fact that it's from Him and not from us. So although our lives are finite in the days of our flesh and each of us as human beings must ultimately pass through death to leave this life unless the Lord comes first. The treasure of God lives within us. The spark of eternity is within us. The seed of the Almighty is within us, growing day by day. And no deterioration of body, no disease, no illness, whether Alzheimer's or muscular dystrophy or a myriad of other things can quench the seed, the eternal, all-surpassing, powerful seed of God that's living within us. In verse 8, Paul says, we're hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Maybe that's you today, friend. Maybe you're hard-pressed on every side, but Paul says you're not crushed. You're still alive. Paul says he was perplexed, but not in despair. He was persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. And so the devil crushed him, persecuted him, struck him down, but in all of that, he was not 
perplexed because he knew who he was in Christ. He was not in despair because he knew the seed of eternity that lived inside of him. And even though he was persecuted, he knew that Jesus never left him because Jesus had said, Lo, I am with you always. He had said, I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. So although you may be today crushed, perplexed, struck down, you're not destroyed in your inner man. This treasure of God lives within you, the jar of clay, and in due season, it will be brought forth in Christ's surpassing glory to see him as he is when you become who you are to be. So the Lord is telling us at times we don't know what to do, friends, but quitting is not an option. The Lord is with us. In verse 13, Paul writes, it is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us up with Jesus and present us with you to himself. And so we have this spirit of faith, and I'm speaking faith to the hearers today. I don't know what your physical situation is. I don't know what your marital situation is. I don't know what your family situation is or your work situation or ministry or whatever. I do know this. If you belong to Jesus Christ in the fullness of time, if you remain faithful, that you will be raised as the Lord Jesus was from the dead to be with him and his heavenly Father and the Spirit of God forever. And so in the face of difficulties, we're to remain true to the Lord who is faithful. Don't give in and don't give up. Paul writes in verse 16, Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. You may not feel like it, friend, but you're being renewed day by day. You may not even feel saved today, I don't know, but don't lose heart, though outwardly we're wasting away. All of us are aging from the day we're born. Ultimately, our bodies are deteriorating until the day we die. But inwardly, in the inner man, the part that's eternal, we're being renewed day by day. Paul writes, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Don't lose sight of that, my friends. Never lose sight of that. Though these things seem insurmountable, and impossibly difficult in the days of our flesh. Paul refers to them in right from a right perspective. He says, Our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Don't forget, Paul was tried and, and ultimately executed, and yet to him, he was uh, incarcerated for a number of years, in fact. But yet for him, he considered those light and momentary troubles because of the eternal glory that would ultimately outweigh all of earth's troubles. In verse 18, he says, We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary. That's everything in this life. But what is unseen is eternal. That's the kingdom of God, friends. We fix our eyes on the kingdom of God, and it's the eyes of the inner man, not our natural eyes. We fix our eyes on what is unseen, on the kingdom of God, the purposes of God, the will of God. Our faith is on what is unseen. And although we live in a natural realm, we're not moved by the things that we see or the trials and tribulations we endure. God, I just pray for those today that are suffering difficulties. I remember my friend and his wife, and he's served her and loved her faithfully these 40 years. I pray, God, for him and others like him 
who their spouse may be wasting away and they're in difficult seasons of suffering. Lord, I pray that they would not give in and not give up and not lose heart with the knowledge that Jesus loves us. He has a hope and a future for us that will never pass away. And ultimately, we'll be able to look in his face and say, Lord, thank you. You've been more than fair to me. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.